Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Great to be with you. And we've arrived at the end of season three. Crazy. Uh, you know, approaching in on 100 episodes. I think that we're actually at 90. So really, really close to, you know, the 100 mark, which is uh, really wild. And it's been an incredible journey. So much to take away from all of this. And uh, just wanted to do a bit of a recap with you today. Uh, bring you up to speed on sort of my thinking, what I've learned this season. Obviously, so many of these episodes came out during the COVID-19 era, which is going to, you know, we're going to look back upon this time as a very strange, very interesting, very um, difficult time that we've all gotten through. And uh, I really look forward to, you know, uh, an era when we can actually look back upon this in a, in the fully in the rear view mirror. And I think that we will get there. It's going to take a bit more time. We're certainly not close to that at this point. Um, but I think that we will get there. Humans are incredibly adaptable and that's one of our strengths as a species. And I'm infinitely hopeful that we'll be able to get through this and put it in the rear view mirror very, very soon. So the season began with uh, an interview with my friend Peter Cates and he's a musician. Uh, he really spoke about how he arrived at his own reckoning moment and um, how he was able to go all in on music. And he spoke about the creative process, which is which is so interesting and sort of separating yourself from judgment in order to be able to produce the music that that you want to be able to produce and then hitting the road and working to get your music out there and slowly, gradually uh, expanding your capabilities and also then pivoting to uh, not just playing music in clubs, for example, but playing music at conferences and telling stories around your music. So pivoting to find the new audiences and find different ways of communicating and sharing your message. So that's definitely something I think that we can all uh, take away from from the interview with Peter. Uh, really great guy. I encourage you to check him out and uh, you will not be disappointed. So then we spoke to my friend Steve Fleck, who is one of the top announcers for endurance sporting events. He's the person that's at the finish line and start line for triathlons, for marathons, for Ironman. Uh, Steve's a longtime endurance athlete himself. And you know it's amazing when you speak to someone that spends their time at these events and specifically at the finish line where you see the difference between the people who are you know thriving in that environment and the people that are really struggling in that environment, you know, barely crawling across the finish line. Steve had some incredible insights about what it takes to be successful, things like consistency, mindset, uh, focus, determination, confidence, positivity. And uh, it was really brilliant at bringing some of those untold athlete stories to us to get a better uh, understanding of what it takes to reach our potential. Then, of course, we spoke to Sarah Thompson. Sarah is a member of my team, registered kinesiologist, master's degree in human physiology. Uh, and Sarah is really distinguishing herself as uh, a top climber. Recently, she went to climb Aconcagua in South America, which is the highest peak in the Americas. And she was successful again after doing Chimborazo a couple years ago. She successfully summited uh, Aconcagua. And I know that was one of the hardest things she's ever done. And she spoke a lot about what it takes to function at that level. Uh, the games that your mind plays when it's trying to convince you not to, uh, you know, keep going, but to turn around. And uh, yeah, she she pursued, uh, persevered 
and was able to get through that. And really, um, you know, the insights that we gained, we gained from listening to her, I think we're really just around, you know, how do we overcome those obstacles? How do we overcome the mental challenges? How do we help ourselves to not allow barriers to get in our way? So pretty cool interview there. Then we did a little um, episode where I spoke to you from uh, my experience while ice climbing out in the Rockies. Uh, was a while ago now, but uh, seems like a whole different world. We were able to travel and and do these events with friends and and guides, and uh, that was one of the coolest experiences of of my life for sure. Totally took me to the limits. Um, I'm already training mentally and physically to try to get ready for the next time that I can go out there, hopefully next winter, uh, and to do that again. Unbelievable, and uh, to be able to speak to you literally from the expedition itself. Not that it was a real expedition, it was just a day of climbing, but it felt like an expedition. Uh, pretty cool insights there as you sort of listen to me reach my limits and decide, no, you know what, I've had enough, I just simply can't go anymore. And that was what you like, I absolutely actually could not pull myself up anymore. So pretty wild. Um, then we had a replay from my old podcast, Paul Chuck. I asked him three questions and we spoke for 90 minutes. Um, Paul has done an unbelievable job in transitioning from simply teaching people about fitness and health and well-being and training to a fully integrated holistic approach to life around mind, body, emotion, and spirit, um, and really transcending uh, what he's been capable, what he's capable of doing and, and really having a global impact with everything that he's doing around his retreats and his courses um, and his teachings. So a pretty cool interview there. If you're interested at all in health and wellness and and spirituality, that is definitely um, a conversation to dig into. Then I shared with you a couple of keynotes that I did, um, navigating uncertainty, managing fear, fear setting, the concept that I learned from Tim Ferriss, uh, and then obviously t thriving in times of stress. That was the next one. That was where you really just have to figure out, you know, how do we actually persevere in moments where things are going against you when the it seems like the, ta the, the tables are sort of stacked against you and uh, you're stressed and you need to figure out how do I how do I move through this that involves things like understanding that chronic stress is problematic but acute stress can actually be quite beneficial the way to manage that is by taking breaks by uh, programming in recovery and regeneration, which then ultimately unlocks your ability to, between navigating uncertainty and dealing with fear and then thriving in times of stress, really unlocks your ability to be courageous and to go after what it is that you want to do in your own life. And that was episode 75, where I um, shared with you another keynote that I did all about that. Then we dug into mental health with Dr. Bill Howitt, deep dive on the nuances of that. If you have any interest at all about mental health, positive psychology, then Dr. Bill is your ticket to understanding that at a higher level, really quite um, a genius and um, very prolific author and uh, practitioner around, around mental health. So that episode is super insightful. And really the biggest thing I've taken away from Dr. Bill Howitt was that there are peaks and valleys in life and we're all going to experience ups and downs and that is normal and that is healthy. Um, it is only when we end up in the downs for extended periods of time that uh, our mental health turns into me uh, bad mental health, poor mental health, uh, depression, anxiety turns into mental illness. And that's what we really want to try to avoid is those long periods of time when we are down. 
Um, we will all go up and down, but it's the when we're extended periods of downtime um, in terms of our mental health, in terms of depression and anxiety that really becomes problematic. So breaking that up and learning how to bring ourselves back to life, I think, um, is really, really important. Bill had some incredible insights into how to make that happen. Then we pivoted into leadership through adversity with Dan Pontrefract and Pontefract, excuse me, and just uh, another incredible uh, practitioner of leadership and uh, helping people to navigate adversity, uh, overcoming obstacles, and to do that as you lead an organization, a group of people uh, through to a higher level. Dan's a prolific speaker and author. Uh, really thrilled to have spent some time with him on the show and explore that idea. So if leadership's your thing, then episode 77 would definitely be something to consider. Then we let, leaned into an interview on slowing down to speed up. That was my first show that I shared with you all about the new book, Rest, Refocus, and Recharge. That was with Casey Zavaleta on her podcast. And she was so prepared. My gosh, it was just like an incredible interviewer and really enjoyed um, sharing all that information about the brain states, uh, beta for performance, or hustle, I should say, um, theta for creativity, alpha for learning, delta for recovery, regeneration, and then gamma states in order to truly unlock our potential as human beings. Then we got into a chat with Bruce Kirkby, um, an expedition adventurer, uh, someone who I share a deep passion for paddleboarding with, uh, who has traveled the world and done some unbelievable explorations of the planet. Super excited to have been able to get back to some of the things that really excite me just around exploration and adventure and pushing the limits. So Bruce and I had a great chat. Uh, if you want something just to motivate you, that's definitely an episode to go back and check out. Then we spoke to Dr. Mark Mitchell from the University of Western Ontario, all about the science of actually changing your behaviors. So if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like you're in a rut, if you feel like you cannot break out of some patterns, then I think the chat that I did on episode 80 with Dr. Mark Mitchell would be definitely something to go back and to revisit because that's his expertise is actually changing your behavior and this not you him doing it for you, but basically like showing you how you can change your own behavior and the scientific approaches to doing that efficiently and effectively. Then I shared with you a chat that I had with Ben Morton. Ben's a, Ben's a colleague of mine and we basically spoke you know, as we walked all through London, England for an entire day, uh, Ben's a former uh, soldier, served in Iraq and has transitioned to being a leadership training uh, specialist for corporations. And I'm uh, really excited to have been able to share that interview with you because, you know, the military applications and what we learn um, in military applications certainly have uh, relevance for us in other aspects of our lives and learning from people that have been out to that specific limit in order for the rest, basically for the rest of us not have to having to do that uh, was certainly um, very emotional and, and moving for me and really pleased to have been able to share that interview with you as well. We then spoke to Dr. Jillian White, former PhD student of mine, all about her research on stress and expanding your comfort zone. Jillian did her research on stress reactivity in children with cancer at the hospital for sick children in my lab there. And we learned so much during her research about immunology and about how stress affects our immune system, um, how we can manage health, uh, stress in a healthy way, and how we can all overcome obstacles and actually improve our health at the same time. Pretty in-depth physiological chat on that one, but if you're interested in stress, 
and expanding your comfort zone, then that is the episode for you. We then spoke about high-performance cultures with, again, my colleague, Marty Parker from Waterstone Human Capital. Marty is a specialist in um, changing and improving culture and cultivating high-performance cultures in teams and in organizations. Um, so again, super interesting um, episode that we did with Marty, just all about health, well-being, high-performance, but specifically around crafting that culture for you. And that conversation applies regardless of whether you're in your, you know, thinking about your family, uh, your team that you're working with, the people that surround you and definitely has applications in the workplace. You know, and then we have to take a breath because we landed in a time of um, learning and awareness and shattering, which was the Black Lives Matter uh, phase of the last few months. Um, and so to that, uh, purpose of, you know, expanding our awareness of Black Lives Matter and that movement and why we all need to become anti-racist, not simply non-racist. Uh, we had two incredible interviews. One with, was with Orlando Bowen, a uh, colleague and friend, uh, who was a former professional football player set up by the Toronto, two members of the uh, Toronto Police Force, ultimately was um, exonerated and has gone on to be a leader in the community. Uh, his ability to forgive is truly inspirational. What I learned from him was quite, quite amazing. First of all, made, making me recognize that even here in Toronto, even here in Canada, um, we have issues with racism that we need to confront. And that's true for um, people of African descent, but also especially true for um, indigenous, indigenous people in Canada as well. So we have a lot of work to do, regardless of where you're listening to this uh, from. Then we spoke to Dr. Ivan Joseph, um, again, about Black Lives Matter and about racism and about becoming anti-racist. Uh, Dr. Joseph is one of the most brilliant people I've ever spoken to. Uh, one of the leaders at Dalhousie University in Canada and is now um, has become really one of the leaders for helping people to transform cultures and to actually confront racism on a daily basis. So I thank Orlando and Ivan for helping me on my journey towards becoming um, actively anti-racist. And, you know, I've also spoken to some of my colleagues about you know, anti-homophobia anti and these other areas that we need to tackle in order to be able to craft a society that is healthy, that is um, supportive, that is open, that is inclusive, where everyone can reach their potential. And there are no systematic limitations for anybody. Anybody should be able to reach their potential without having uh, limitations imposed upon them arbitrarily by others. And that's where we need to get to. Then we spoke to my friend, James Williams, all about the business of you taking care of yourself as a massive priority. And finally, um, spoke to you about uh, returning to work and pushing yourself through uh, a lot better psychological safety and radical transparency as we all return to work 
in this area, uh, in this era, excuse me, of COVID-19 and uh, the very, very strange environment that we're in. Finally, wrapping up with uh, Brian Levinson, who's a specialist in mental performance, sort of returning to thinking about how do we truly reach our potential in this time? And again, leaning into the idea of mental performance with Ramon David on the Brain First podcast, where we again dig into some of the concepts from the latest book, Rest, Refocus, Recharge. So pretty wild season. Um, as I sort of review all of these uh, sessions with you, I can sort of see the arc that our year has has taken. You know, we started out with the typical stuff around music and endurance sports and thinking about adventure and exploration and, you know, talk about health and wellness and uh, you know, navigating uncertainty, times of th- stress, sharing information about mental health with you. And then all of a sudden, bam, you know, we're hit with uh, this COVID-19 shift. And that's when we began to look at mental health and exploring through adversity and slowing down to speed up and behavior change and con- constructive stress and expanding your comfort zone before finally, you know, um, before not finally, but before we then entered into um, you know, the Black Lives Matter era and confronting those challenges and then um, emerging from all of that into a phase where we're talking about mental performance and mental health and reaching um, our individual unique potential. So it's been quite the the ride. This uh, season is you know, not what I thought it was going to be and certainly not what I was planning on having, but I think that it's a very good reflection of what the world has gone through. So honored and privileged to have had you on the journey with me for this season. Um, we've got some unbelievable episodes waiting for you for season four. We will take a break for a few weeks, take a, a summer holiday um, up here in the Northern Hemisphere, and we will relaunch with you <clears throat> again for season four in early September of this year. So thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being a part of the journey. Thanks for um, listening and you know commenting and letting us know about the impact that this has had uh, on you. It's why we do what we do and uh, super excited and thrilled and proud to have been able to share these interviews and thoughts and this entire season. Um, and we really hope that it has elevated your life. So that's it. Enjoy your summer. Take a break. Take a vacation. Take a holiday. August is off. We'll see you in September. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again really soon.